This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hey everyone, I'm Meg Teets, and this is Sorta Awesome. Welcome back, Awesomes. You are listening to the show that is all about helping you be smart, strong, and social. We are in your earbuds every single week with all the awesome that you need to know. You can also find us on Instagram at Sorta Awesome Show or over on Facebook in our Sorta Awesome Hangout group. This is episode 166 of Sorta Awesome. And before we get to today's conversation, I have a question for you. You know that we love to hang out with you all every week, and we're pretty sure that you love to hang out with us too. What I'm wondering is, have you ever rated and reviewed Sorta Awesome over an Apple podcast? It used to be called iTunes, but now it's Apple podcast. If you do love the show, but you have not left us a rating and review there, it would be so very awesome of you if you could do that, because when you do... That little rating and review actually helps other people find Sort of Awesome. We like to think that we are leading a movement of awesome people in this world. And I think we can all agree that we super need more awesome on this planet right now. So if you haven't already, please do go over to Apple Podcasts, look us up, look up the show and leave us your sparkly, glittery gold review over there. Okay, you guys. It's episode 166, and like I said last week, first of all, we're really having fun with pop culture all this month on Sorta Awesome. There is a certain kind of episode that we have been doing here on Sorta Awesome for so long, I kind of like to think that maybe it's become part of pop culture now. (laughs) I was going to say, this is what we do for Kelly for pop culture, because you guys, behind the scenes and team meetings, we talked about pop culture for a month, and I think it was actually even my idea. I love pop culture, but I was like, you guys, I'm going to need major help. Yes. I'm the weak link in the chain for pop culture <laughs> when it comes to sort of awesome. I'm like, have you guys heard of The Office? <laughs> Seriously. She's laughing. It's true. It's funny because it's true. So this is my is. kind of pop culture. This is pop culture Kelly style. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Well, definitely in our culture of awesome. This is our own take on pop culture, I think. So as you can hear, I do have here with me my dear friend, everyone's favorite older sister, Kelly Gordon. And we are bringing you, you guys, it's the Awesomes of Fall list for 2018. We know that you all love to have these episodes. They always bring about so much great discussion in our community. Honestly, Kelly, you know, this is one of my favorite, very favorite kinds of shows to do. So I'm so excited to do this. So yeah, and for all of you who are new awesomes listening right now, I'm going to drop links to in the show notes to our past fall list episodes because we've done them every single year (laughs) since 2015. You can go back and listen and you might discover something new for this fall that we were actually talking about, you know, who knows, maybe a few years ago. So we've got recipes, we've got warm drinks, we've got the very best cardigan that you are going to love all through the cold weather that's ahead of us. We're going to get to all of that in 
just a few minutes, but first let's go ahead and start this show the way we always do with our awesomes of the week. It's that moment in the show where we take just a few minutes to tell you all about the books, the TV shows, the movies, the podcasts, the products, whatever it is that's making life a little bit more awesome for us right now. Kelly, I can't wait to hear what you have for us. So Meg, I have to ask you a question before we actually get into this. Have you ever had an awesome that you kind of don't want to use as an awesome of the week because you feel like it's a secret weapon and you're like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to like expose all of my magic to the world. Yes, definitely. This is that kind of awesome, you guys. But it's time. It's time for me to give you my secret weapon. And it is this. My awesome of the week are two cookbooks. They are by Everyday Foods. Oh, that sounds so great. And of course, you are like a longtime hardcore fan of Everyday Food. We have talked about Everyday Food, which if you do not know, was a small magazine that was published for quite a few years by Martha Stewart Living's conglomerate. And then, I don't know, probably eight years ago now, it was a while ago. It feels like not that long because I've just been in denial for a while. (laughs) They stopped publishing them. I know. So there's many of us. I know that there are many awesomes right now who are listening going, right? How dare they? I loved Everyday Food. It was just a great little, all very accessible cookbook, fantastic recipes. And you guys, this is why it's my secret weapon, is almost all of my favorite meals come from an Everyday Food issue. So if you come to my house and you're like, that was so good, Everyday Food. I mean, 80% of my much beloved recipes come from that magazine. So I don't know. It was not immediately after they stopped publishing that I realized this, but I stumbled across in my library, they actually have made two cookbooks of recipes that they originally published in Everyday Food. So it's almost like a little collection of, from the magazine, their best hits. So there are two big cookbooks. One was published in 2010, the other 2011. So obviously they're available. You could check it out in your library if you don't want to buy it, you know, without trying a few things. But Everyday Food, Fresh Flavor Fast. So that one is arranged by categories of food, you know, soups, breakfast, appetizers, that sort of thing. And then the second one, which is Great Food Fast, is done by seasons. So it's kind of lumped like here's a bunch of spring, summer, fall, and winter seasons food that you would want to serve. You guys, it is, you really could just look in either cookbook. If you had them both in front of you, if you were like, I just need to make something new. So many of these recipes are simple, whole food based, tasty, fast. It's got all those things that you want. So let me give you just a few ideas of what you might find in there. So like for breakfast, you might feel like jam filled French toast. Delicious. This is not rocket science. Who wouldn't want that though? Right, right. They have a salad. Actually, I've made this one. It's a BLT salad with buttermilk dressing. You're going to make the dressing yourself. That's what makes it so yummy. Actually, this week I have gone on a kick. I was just bored with my cooking. And so I went through one of my everyday food. I think it was the Great Food Fast when it was in the seasonal sort of thing. So I was like, let's look up some new fall recipes. I have made a new recipe from that cookbook every night this week. Oh, fun. So yeah, it was super good. I tried a beef bulgogi, which is like a Korean sort of beef stir fry. My kids inhaled it. I think I made three and a half pounds of steak and I was even missing a child and it was still gone. Oh, wow. In like two and a yeah, half minutes, it felt a like. a huge hit, it sounds huge like. Huge hit. Yeah. And they were like, is there more? You know. <laughs> and I also made a coconut shrimp soup that uses coconut oh milk gosh. as a base. Again, you guys, these are easy. The recipe had like, I don't know, 10 ingredients. It wasn't as big of a hit because my kids don't like coconut. I thought it was 
delicious. It has pasta and shrimp and a coconut milk base. And it's got ginger and garlic. Anyway, really, it always gets me out of the cooking rut. Mm -hmm. And it makes me so happy. It makes my family happy that I'm making food, even if they don't always like it, like my kids. (laughs) But at least you're loving it. I'm loving it. That's the important thing. That's the important (laughs) thing. Happy mom, happy life. So I would highly recommend that you go get this. If you live in my area and you ever come and eat at my house, that's the only thing is you can't be like, oh, I love this too. You have to still be impressed that I'm making you food and act like it's a secret (laughs) weapon. It's kind of like you have your grandma's secret recipes and sometimes people don't want to share it because it's so good. That's how I feel Mm -hmm. about these cookbooks. (laughs) They're my secret recipes. So many good things. That's how I feel about that chocolate cake that I shared years ago. I mean, it is a secret weapon. I don't actually even think it's anything that special, but I don't like cake, but people love that so much that I feel like when I give the recipe away, I'm like, well, now you know all my secrets. Now you know. That's exactly how I feel about like the Cajun turkey burgers. That was probably my very Uh first recipe. But these cookbooks, I just make so many things out of them. So you can get them on Kindle, paperback. They're like 15 bucks each. So worth the price. Of course, we will have a link in the show notes and we'll talk about it in the Sort of Awesome Hangout group. And if you want to know some of my favorite recipes, you can come find me wherever we'll talk about at the end of the show where you could find me around the web but I'll tell you what you should make. Fantastic. Lord knows it is the time to get into the kitchen and get your cooking going on. So get your cooking game. Yep. Okay. Well, my awesome of the week this week is from someone whom I think and believe in my heart is one of the most talented, most relevant, most needed voices in our world right now. And I can almost promise you that you have not discovered her yet. Her name is Marcy and she writes at a blog called Black Coffee with White Friends. Have you heard of this? Nope. Okay. Haven't heard of it. Nope. I was going to go, oh, I knew a Marcy, but that's not the one. Okay. I'm telling you, Kelly, I give you full permission to pick up your phone right now and open Instagram because I found her on Instagram and that's a great place to follow her. Her handle is that whole thing spelled out, Black Coffee with White Friends, all spelled out. Find her on Instagram. So Marcy is black and on Instagram shares a variety of things. She'll share vintage pictures, really thought-provoking things, definitely things from like civil rights era, but also just pictures of just like Black American families, just like being families and having fun and really, really fascinating photos, vintage pictures that she shares. She shares beautiful quotes from poets and saints and the Bible and writers. And she has a really beautiful eye for design, like really simple, very powerful eye for design. So it's always very aesthetically, like it catches your eyes. You're kind of scrolling through Instagram. She gives fantastic music recommendations. You guys, her writing, her actual writing on her blog. Now her Instagram is fantastic and I love it. Her writing, I don't even have the words to express to you. I really don't. And I used to be an English teacher. You're you're kind of a word person (laughs) and you're talking, but she's like, I can't even talk. I can't even word this. I can't. I was even going to like read you a passage, but there is no way that my hillbilly white lady voice could do justice to her impeccable word choice. She paints, she brings you in to every scene, whether it is from her childhood or her current life, she brings you right in. It's the kind of writing where for me, because I am a word person, it reminds me of reading Toni Morrison, which would be when that was the first time that I would like, you know, open a novel and start reading and be like, I have to stop and sit with this paragraph right now because it's so powerful. Her way with words, Marcy's way with words is just so fantastic. So anyway, the reason I wanted to bring this to the show as an awesome of the week, first of all, 
you need to go follow her on Instagram. But secondly, she's launching a new series. So again, her blog and her Instagram, it's all under the title Black Coffee with White Friends. She's starting a new series called Black Coffee with White Friends, comma, literally, where she is inviting her actual friends who are white and they're going to sit down one on one and have conversations and talk about their different perspectives on a variety of topics. She's going to take those conversations and transcribe them and work them into and create essays more like than blog posts or entries around them. And I am so excited about this. Like one of the key features from her point of view is that she's often the only black woman in a room full of white people. And so you can imagine her perspectives are going to be very eye-opening, very revelatory. Anyway, she's somebody that you can trust to handle these conversations super well in an unflinching, honest, powerful way. She's just fantastic. So again, go find her on Instagram. I can almost promise you, you're not following her yet and you will not be sorry that you did. Black Coffee with White Friends. I will put a link in the show notes to both her Instagram and then also to the part of her blog where she's going to start doing this Black Coffee with White Friends. I'm going to link to the specific essay that she used to introduce this series because you will read this essay and you'll be like, oh yeah, okay, I agree. I actually don't have words for how good of writing this is. Okay. So I've already followed her because you gave me permission to pick up my phone and look her up on Instagram. So you're right. I mean, and you know what it reminds me of, and a lot of awesomes will probably be thinking of this too, because so many of us listen to Laura Tremaine's Smartest Person in the Room series about race. And we said, oh, we want more conversations like this. We need to be talking about these things. I'm not sure that there are always people in my life. Maybe I don't live in a diverse enough community or it's hard to talk about these things with real life people. Just sounds like this is one of those needed things so that we can continue to have conversation. So I'm so excited because definitely since that series of Smartest Person in the Room ended, I felt that void in my life. Yeah, definitely. Okay, good stuff. You know, sometimes we're talking about food and sometimes we're talking about racial reconciliation around here. That's you never know. That's sort of awesome way. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, these are our awesomes of the week, but every single Friday we want to hear about the awesome in your life. So remember that on Instagram now you can share with us what is awesome in your life right now at Sort of Awesome Show. And of course, our longstanding tradition, every single Friday we do that in our Sort of Awesome Hangout group. If you haven't joined our community over there, you guys, we're less than 100 awesomes away from hitting the 5,000 member mark in that community. That's crazy. 5,000 people that are made of awesome and you will love it there. So come find us over there. If you haven't already, you can find us at facebook.com slash groups slash Sort of Awesome Hangout. Hey, Awesomes, I know that lots of you have wedding bells in your future, and I'm so excited to tell you that if you join the over 500,000 couples who've used Zola, they are going to take the stress out of a very big part of wedding planning. That's your save the dates and your wedding invitations. That's right. Now, in addition to their amazing wedding registry service, Zola now offers save the dates and invitations so that you can manage everything for planning your wedding at Zola.com. Zola offers over 100 beautiful save the date and invitation designs. There's something for every style and color scheme. I was just looking through their selection. They have everything from beautiful classic styles to modern minimalist 
everything in between. It's so easy to customize Zola's designs with your photos. You can use your own wording and they offer free guest addressing, free matching envelopes, and the prices are super awesome. Of course, not only can you do your entire registry at Zola and order your invitations, you can also create a free wedding website at Zola. And when you register at Zola, your Zola registry automatically integrates into your Zola wedding website. So guests can get all of the details they need and buy your wedding gift all in one convenient and beautiful place. And because Zola wants the awesomes to get in on all that Zola offers, you can go to Zola, that's Z-O-L-A.com slash awesome and get 30% off of your save the dates and your invitations order. That's Zola again, Z-O-L-A.com slash awesome. And you're going to get 30% off of those save the dates and invitations orders. Thank you, Zola. Awesomes, there is no doubt that the right hire can make a huge impact on your business. That's why it's so important to find the right and the most awesome person for that job opening. But where do you find them? Now, you could try posting to job boards, but can you really be sure that the right person is going to see the job that you're listing? Instead, it's so much easier to find the right person who will help you to grow your business with LinkedIn. As the world's largest professional network, people go to LinkedIn every day to grow professionally and to discover job opportunities. I mean, 70% of the U.S. workforce is already there. LinkedIn Jobs matches people to your role based on more of who they really are, their skills, their interests, and even how open they are to new opportunities. That way your job gets seen by more of the right people. Most LinkedIn members have not recently visited the top job boards, but nine out of 10 members are open to new opportunities. So you can only reach them on LinkedIn. There's a new hire made there every 10 seconds using LinkedIn and businesses rate LinkedIn 40% higher than job boards at delivering quality and awesome candidates. So go hurry over to linkedin.com slash awesome and you're going to get $50 off of your first job post. That's linkedin.com slash awesome to get $50 off of your first job post at linkedin.com slash awesome. Terms and conditions do apply. Okay, Kelly, I'm so excited to do this list, but you and I are sitting in our respective homes right now in almost polar opposites in weather. I'm actually wearing a sweater because I was trying to get into the fall mindset and fall mood. Although I had to turn my ceiling fan off so we could record (laughs) and I'm like sweltering because it's in the 80s here in Oklahoma City still in October. Tell us about the weather in the Twin Cities. Can't talk about it. (laughs) <laughs> I'm so bitter. And I will here express my angst for all of us who live in the North and all of our Canadian awesomes who I know are even more annoyed than I am because they are getting all sorts of snow already. It is October. Calgary was like shut down this week by a snowstorm that like came up and hit the freeway. It's nuts. So Meg and I, what, I could drive to your house in probably 10 hours. Yeah. It is 45 degrees here right now in Minnesota, cold rain. And it actually says it feels like Tempest 43. Oh my gosh. No, it's October. What's happening? And here's the thing is that we actually had a very nice summer, even though it was kind of pinched because longtime awesomes will remember that we had this blizzard in April, which was nuts. So we didn't even really start to see grass until May. So to have this cold come in, the trees are just now starting to change, but no one can go outside and enjoy it. So you're like, ah, I need some of that perfect 60s. 
And I will say this week I had on my stories a little bit about how cold it is here. And I have heard from you. Awesome. So many of you who live near Meg in Texas, Atlanta, who are like, oh, my word, I just want something at not 85. And I'm like, yes, where is the perfect like, hello, Who's Mother Nature? ring, ring. We would like like medium, like average yes. it out. So I don't yes. know if there's a thin band over like <laughs> Indiana where it's perfect and the rest of us are like way too cold or way too hot. I think you're right. That sounds accurate. Yeah. So we are like, you're like, can I cool down? And I am like teeth chattering under a blanket. It's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, my word. OK, somewhere right now, raise your hand if you're having the perfect autumn because it is not starting off that way for right. either of right. us. But even still, Kelly and I both are very excited about our lists. This is our tradition. We put together 10 things that you are going to want to fold into your life. Grab that cozy blanket if your teeth are chattering and wrap yourself up because you're going to want to get cozy and let's journey through fall together. Kelly, I can't wait to hear what is the very first thing on your list for fall 2018. Well, I have a great one. And here is how I have it. Awesomes. My oldest daughter is a barista at Starbucks. Yay! She is following in Meg Teeth's footsteps. Um, yes. And she loves... She has a glorious future ahead of her, yes, I can yes. assure you. <laughs> she actually loves working at Starbucks, and we love having her work at Starbucks because we're getting all this stuff from her, and we get the inside scoop. So my very first fall favorite for this year has to do with a drink that you can order at Starbucks. It is not on the menu. But Ooh. I bet you've even heard of it. This isn't necessarily super deep into the legends of baristas, but it's called the Citrus Defender. Yes, I have heard of that, I feel like. Okay, yeah. so this is all it is. So we've had some sickness already in our family. I know that you guys had that many awesomes. It's kind of that cold season. So this is what it's perfect for is when you have a cold, especially that time early in a cold where you just have, how shall we say, drainage running mm -hmm. down your throat. So you have that like scratchy, sore throat. My daughter would bring me one every night. She'd say, Mom, do you want a citrus defender? It is the defense wellness tea that they have at Starbucks okay. combined with steamed lemonade and honey. <gasps> what? That sounds amazing. Yeah. So the defense wellness tea is actually a white tea. So it doesn't have any much caffeine, if at all. It's kind of flavors of, it's very what you would imagine, citrusy, lemongrass, they say it's loaded with vitamin C. I'm not sure if that's because of the citrus and lemongrass or if it's like an actual additive that they've put in, but it's got those types of flavors. And then you put it with this lemonade and a little bit of honey. And of course, sometimes I've added more when she's brought the honey. When she brings it home, I'm like, yeah, I could use a little bit more sweetener here. It is just the perfect thing to cut through a cold day, especially if you're just feeling a little down under the weather. So you can go get yourself a treat and feel like you're treating yourself well at the same time. So the other one that I would recommend, this one is probably even more well-known, but then I was going to ask you, Meg, if you had any that you remember back from your day, is the London Fog Latte. Oh, right. Yes. That does sound familiar. Okay. Yeah. So this is another one that's just great for if you're thinking you want a tea and in the fall, what it is, is it's Earl Grey tea. Yes, so that's right. probably most people know those flavors. It's kind of citrusy. It's bergamot. Is that how you say it? Mm -hmm. It's kind of the essential ingredient, but it's like lavendery mixed with citrus. Yeah. And then they combine it with steamed milk and vanilla syrup. Yeah. So that's a really nice one too for, you know, like a cool day when you just want something to sip on, but mostly recommending the Citrus Defender. It's got the Defense Wellness Tea. Okay. So Citrus Defender is not on the official menu. Nope. Is that right? Neither of them really are. Like you could order it, but it's not like if you go into a Starbucks today and there's so many Starbucks today, they have the TV screen. So they're kind of scrolling through. They only hit <laughs> a few drinks. So they may have had it on the menu at one point, but 
then it's not up there anymore for a newcomer to know what to order. Right. That's true. Just side note, AJ is obsessed with the idea of there being a secret menu at Starbucks. <laughs> and she's always trying to get me to go and order different things. And sometimes it works, but sometimes it doesn't because some of them, one of the things about Starbucks is that their syrups, some of them are seasonal. Yes. And so there've been a couple of different ones that she wanted to have. And they're like, oh, we're so sorry, we can't do it. Especially I have found at the ones that are like the Target yeah. ones or like in an airport or something, yeah. they may not have the full selection that sort of standalone Starbucks will have. Right. So anyway, those are both so fun. Oh, definitely getting me in the mood for fall. If it could just cool off, I'm like still drinking iced tea over here. <laughs> well, you could probably get it iced. Like, I don't know how, maybe yeah. you have to do simple syrup instead of honey if you wanted it to be like an iced combination. Right. But yeah, I mean, you're right. We'll get to hot tea for you, Meg. It'll yeah. happen. Yeah, we'll get there. We will. And I will say that the first thing on my list is perfect for when you want to take a hot drink, whatever it is on the go, your hot tea or your coffee, which heavens knows I always have coffee in hand and our mornings have been nice and chilly. They really, truly have. And so I have found more often than I do during the warmer weather months that I'm reaching for a travel mug to pour some hot coffee in to do school drop off. So the first one I wanted to tell you about on my fall 2018 list is a bamboo travel mug for your coffee or for your hot tea. You can find them all kinds of places. In fact, you could probably find one at your local Starbucks. I found one on Amazon and I'll post a link to it later this week on social media, but I'll post a picture of it on social media. Of course, we do links for all of these in the show yeah. notes. So no fear about that. But this one's from Amazon. It's not super fancy. It was like around $20. And what I love about it is it just makes you feel a little bit more grown up, a little bit more chic than especially grabbing like a disposable cup or something like that. If you're going to be out on the road and it's early in the morning or whatever, or you just want to kind of treat yourself, I love having something that's nice, that feels grown up, that feels just pretty. And I think bamboo is so pretty. It's also very eco-friendly. Yes. So bonus points if that is something that you are into. And yeah, just pour it and you're good to go. I'm like thinking now I might have to take my bamboo mug and see if I can get a London fog. Because when you started talking about that, I was like, I haven't thought about one of those in a long time. So <laughs> good idea. see if I look. But you could like that's always smart to bring your own. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm a weather geek, so I care about the environment. So I'm always thinking about those sorts of things. So to bring your own. So what makes the bamboo besides the fact that it's eco friendly? Does it, it just looks nice or is it also like, does it keep your coffee warmer or anything like that? No, because. Truly, I think that the best travel mugs, especially, you know, if you're wanting something insulated, it's really going to be more about what's on the interior. So the bamboo actually is just kind of like a pretty outer layer for you. That's why I picked that for this year. And again, there's tons of beautiful reusable yeah. travel mugs that are out right now. There's also uh, for Christmas last year, I got my sister. I can't remember if I talked about this on the show or not, but I got my sister and my best friend, Catherine, one of those ceramic mugs yes. that you brew the tea in the top of it oh, and like yeah. you put your tea leaves in the top and then you pour your water over and like it keeps the tea leaves separate yeah. while it brews you know what i'm talking is about is it a travel mug though yeah okay you can. well i mean you can't it's ceramic so okay. if you're clumsy like me you might feel a little nervous about that but yeah you could totally do that and they're so beautiful so there's tons yeah i guess more than anything i'm just saying get yourself something pretty to get you through fall, but especially when you're going into winter, when it just feels so hateful to have to go outside. Yeah. 
If you can have something beautiful to take with you, I think that's so important. So I'll put a link to the bamboo travel mug that I like in the show notes, but mostly I'm saying invest in yourself, little self-comfort for you for the cold weather ahead. So I got, I don't even think I said this on the show too, several mugs last year, because I'm all about that too. I just love having my own travel mug, whether I'm brewing my own drink here at home or taking it out somewhere. I actually got some ceramic travel mugs. So they're ceramic. They look like that tall shape, you know, they're 16 ounces or whatever, and then they have a little lid. So obviously they're not going to be as tight. You know, sometimes when I had little kids, I wanted the kind of mugs that had that snap on lid that was pretty much foolproof. I would literally throw my coffee in my purse because, you know, so these are not that. But what they are then is then when I'm holding them, the heat is coming through so I can keep my hands Mm. up at the same time. And I just said to Natalie, my daughter who works at Starbucks, I was like, I don't have a fall ceramic travel mug, like minor winter. So you get on that, please. Like, let me know what the stock is when you go to work next time. Take some pictures. I'm all about that. Totally. It can be a blessing and a curse to work at Starbucks. Trust me, I know. I know. (laughs) Every single time she's like, do you guys want anything? So I have to exercise so much self-control. Yes, I bet that's right. Because you're like, well, yes, I do. But no, don't bring me anything. Yeah. I loved working there. It is a fantastic company to work for, for sure. Okay, what's next on your fall 2018 list? I've got to bring you guys a recipe because I'm me. That's what I do. And this one is not from the Everyday Food Cookbook. So I just basically gave you 500 recipes. I realized you guys, (laughs) you have, you know, a little bit to work on here. But this one I'm going to recommend because it's so perfect for fall. It's one that I also have made recently that was new to me. And I found it online at the website called carlsbadcravings.com. I follow Jen there. Carlsbad is where my brother lives. It's in Northern San Diego County. So I just, you know, immediately was drawn to, oh, this is like somebody who lives in a part of the country that I know. She's a really fantastic food blogger. You could follow her on Instagram. As with many of her recipes, a slightly lightened, healthier version of something that maybe you could find other places that just might be a little more rich. And she's just taking it a notch healthier, kind of making it lightened. So it's called Crock-Pot Creamy White Chicken Chili. Okay. So it's a white chicken chili, which for whatever reason, I have tried some recipes before and my kids did not like them. So I haven't found one that was yet a hit for my family until now. The secret to this one especially is that it's a creamy chili but it really has almost no dairy in it, which is awesome for all of the Asian bellies in my family who are lactose intolerant. Yeah. It only has four ounces of cream cheese. Oh, wow. So the secret to it is, of course, you're putting in into your crock pot again. Yes, this is the perfect thing for this busy fall season. You're just putting in chicken breasts in the bottom and then you're dumping in all this other stuff on top. Chicken broth, great northern beans, a couple of cans, uh, green chilies, diced tomatoes, cream style corn, And then a ton of spices, you know, you've got chili powder, ancho chili powder, smoked paprika, yummy, yummy stuff, a couple of jalapenos. Then at the very end, what you do is you actually blend some of the broth from the soup that's been cooking all day with Mm -hmm. another can of beans, this cream cheese, some cornstarch and some cilantro, which of course you could leave out. And then you add that back to the soup. So you're going to take that kind of creamy base and that thickens the soup and makes it like creamy and yummy. So my family... Loved it except for the corn. My kids are a little weird about corn and soup. And I'm like, next time I'm just going to put that part in the blender. So there's, you know, cream corn already is mostly yellow goo. I was surprised, but they found those few corn kernels and they're like, wait, what? And (laughs) as anybody with kids would understand when they came into the kitchen and said, so what's for dinner? I couldn't call it white chicken chili because they've had bad experiences. So I was like, it's like a chicken bean soup. There you go. Perfect. That's creamy with like Mexican flavors. And they're like, oh, okay. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) So it worked. 
and they liked yeah. it. It was a little spicy, but of course you can take that. And then it's got all those great toppings that you would normally put on chili. You know, like we put on avocado, you chips. I have some tomatoes from the farmer's market that I cut up and put on top of there. You know, you could put do sour cream if you like that cheese. So super fantastic, super healthy, not like high fat, not high dairy. And you could do it all in the morning and it's ready at dinner. I mean, what's not to love? That sounds amazing. It's so true. When it comes to feeding children, it is about branding and messaging and packaging. (laughs) Like, yes, you just change the wording around a little bit and you have a whole new dish that they're going to try again. (laughs) When I made the recipe from Everyday Food this week, that was, it's like a Thai coconut shrimp soup. Then it has this coconut milk base and my kids don't really like coconut. So they came in and said, what are you making? And I said, it's a coconut thing. Or I'm sorry, I didn't say coconut. It's a shrimp thing. They love shrimp. So I was like, it's like a shrimp thing with pasta in like a thing. <laughs> so they're like making shrimp Alfredo or something. So one of them thought I was making shrimp scampi. So she's like, it wasn't Ooh. bad. Like the shrimp, you know, the, the soup wasn't bad. But I was thinking shrimp scampi. And so my taste buds <laughs> had to take a serious zigzag. So anyway, yes, it is all about branding and marketing. So you can call this whatever you want. But yeah, exactly. It tastes exactly. good. That's the point. Awesome. Please note that when <laughs> Ellie said cilantro, I barely had time to raise my finger and like interject. And she was like, don't worry, you can leave it out. It's fine. <laughs> I knew. And you could like, you know how it is. Cilantro. Yeah. I love cilantro. So I would never leave it out. But it's one of those really yeah. easy. That's why even the corn, I was like, I could probably just leave it out. But I bet if I blend it up, I could try it. So it is, it's an adaptable recipe too, you guys. So if you're like, oh, my kids would never eat something with tomatoes in it, even though there's not a ton, leave them out. Like, you know. You can try with it and totally forgiving, very forgiving. I think a big winner for your family. Awesome. Okay. Believe it or not, the second one on my list is also a chicken recipe. Oh, good. Because we can trade then. That's what we're doing here. Yeah, totally. So this is the King Ranch chicken casserole. Okay. Now across the South, lots of awesomes are listening. You're like, of course. Yes, that sounds great. And maybe North of the Mason Dixon, people are like, Explain. Yeah, no, I've heard of it. <laughs> and I feel like I've read about it online, but I yeah. don't really know what it is. Okay. First of all, it's not health food. So let's get that out on the table. Um, it is a casserole that I associate with fall because for 11 years, I was a coach's wife and the coach's wives for each staff that we were part of, we were always our own little tight knit community. Being a coach's wife is a very specific. Yeah thing to live through. It's hard to mix with fans and boosters of the program because of course they, well, it's complicated. There's politics, you know, (laughs) it's complicated. People, you know, want to share their opinions with you about your husband's calls that he's made or give you suggestions that you should pass along to your husband. It gets complicated. So the coaches wise really tend to stick together. And we would often, when the team was traveling away, we would get together and either watch or listen to the game and have kind of potlucks. This chicken casserole, which I first began making in Texas, it's inspired by the King Ranch, capital T-K-R, the King Ranch in Texas. It's very popular in the South and it's super easy and it's a great casserole. If you're going to go to a potluck, I think you could do it for tailgating because it's a really sturdy Mm. casserole. It holds up really well over time. I'm going to tell you what else. You can freeze this. You can make it ahead of time and freeze it and then pop it in the oven at a later time. So I love those. I even like to keep these on hand during the holiday season when people have gotten tired of turkey and mashed potatoes and the usual holiday fixings. You can pull this out of the freezer and bake it in something different and you've already done it ahead of time. So 
It's super easy. Another thing I love about this recipe is you can use chopped rotisserie chicken. Oh, yes. As the chicken in it, it just takes one less step out. And of course, you know me with my raw chicken aversion. So it has onion and bell pepper kind of as the flavor base. And then you throw in your chopped cooked chicken. Again, I always do rotisserie. It has cream of chicken soup. It has cream of mushroom soup, which again, it's not health food, but it sure makes for a great casserole. It has the cans of what some people might call diced tomatoes and green chilies. We call it Rotel. Yeah, right. down here. I did not know what Rotel was until <laughs> the blogging world started and I made friends in the South. They'd say, just use a can of Rotel. And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> but I can find tomatoes and green chilies, cans of yeah. like, you know, a different brand in the North. But uh-huh. the Rotel as a brand up here is not as common. We only know it as Rotel. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> if someone brought home a store brand, we'd be like, what is this? Yeah. Why? Why did you do this? The reason it holds up so well is because it also has corn tortillas, which is like what really gives it the bulk and makes it a super, super, let's just like comfort food filling recipe. And there's like two cups of shredded cheddar in there too, which never (laughs) hurts. Are you rolling it up like enchiladas? Oh no, it's like a layer. Well, I guess you could call it, it's like a layered enchilada casserole probably. If you've ever made one of those before or like a layered burrito casserole or something, it's the same idea. So you're using the tortillas almost like, so I've often heard like, and this is a long time ago, they called it Mexican lasagna. Okay, yes. And it was like, so where it's like lasagna in the sense that you're creating layers, but you're using tortillas yes. instead of pasta. Yes, that's all it is. But we down here would call it King Ranch Chicken Casserole, okay. probably. You just bake it for 30 to 35 minutes. And then also, like I said, it travels well. If you're feeding a lot of people, it fills up tummies really quickly because of the chicken right. and the cheese and the tortillas. So it's a great one to have on hand. It is not health food. It is not whole foods. It is like just. Good old fashioned comfort, comfort food is what it is. Comfort. That's yeah. comfort food. And I love recipes that you can make in advance and like make a double batch of even. Yes. And then you can stick one in the freezer for a rainy day. And man, those yes. things have saved me. I do enchiladas and I've never made one lasagna. I always yeah. make a lasagna is so much work. Oh, I know. I always make two. So I'm like, if I'm going to make all this stuff, just do two. Yeah. This is a great one too to drop off for a family mm-hmm. if they maybe have had a death in the family. You know, if they have a new baby, you might check some people begin avoiding dairy early. This Again, this has two cups of cheese in it. So you might check and see if they're avoiding anything. But it's a great casserole to take or just to serve to your own family. So I'll put a link. I like the one that's at Southern Living, but you can find recipes for it all over the web. In fact, if you wanted it to be lightened up, I bet you could search for that and just say lighter or, you know, something like that. I'm sure that someone has invented something where you're not using actual canned soup. You're making your own or something like that. I bet you could find it. So totally. All right. That's perfect for fall. So my next one actually has to do with recipes. It's not a food. It is a recipe box. Mm. So if you cook or you're just starting to cook and you're collecting recipes, still in a hard copy, not just digital and online. Here's what my problem has been. I have a recipe box and it's kind of full. You know, recipes are like friends. And so I have a hard time getting rid of them unless we truly don't like them. Yeah. And so I have started to actually have to cycle out recipes. Like I have a summer mix, you know, like these are all the grilled things and salads. And then I have a whole fall mix in winter where it's all the stews and soups and things like that, because I just don't have room for everything to be in there all the time. Yeah. Here's what happened. This past week I was at Target and I was perusing the dollar spot, you know, that little spot with all the magical things at the front of the store. And I found a adorable little tin fall recipe box 
for $5. And I was like, oh, it's so cute. It's so kind of vintagey. And like, I don't need this, but I'm going to buy it anyway, because I can always return it. That's my mantra at Target. Yes, I can always return it. Uh I can always return it. So I brought it home and then it hit me. Why not just have two recipe boxes? Yeah. Why? Instead of like finding some place to stuff all of the ones like right now, I have all of my winter recipes because I haven't gotten them out yet because I'm in denial. They're all like clipped together in this big ragged mess and like stuffed kind of like back behind-ish my microwave because I don't have a place for them. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I have to do this process of like going through and sorting them out and doing all of this. And I was like, why not just have them in a box? Yeah. And then this recipe box that I got, and you guys, you could go to Target and check. You know how that dollar spot is. I can't link to it online. It's always changing. Who knows? They're adorable. They're $5. It specifically says in the front, like, be grateful. It's very obviously fall. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I'm just going to make a separate recipe box for all my recipes and eliminate like this in-between stuff that I have to deal with every right. year. Which this is feels like one of those simple tips that half of you are probably saying, I already do that. <laughs> I certainly don't. So but it was one of those, it feels to me like it, almost one of those obvious solutions to a problem that was just a little bit of an annoyance. Yeah. And then you solve it and you're like, Well, that was easy. Exactly. So if you, like me, have recipes that are seasonal, like you can't, I cannot make soup in the summer or even meatloaf. Like there's just some things I can't do and, you know, vice versa. I'm not going to have Thai quinoa salad in January. So yeah, get yourself another recipe box and put those in and that way your life will be easier. That's so smart. In another place I always see recipe boxes are places like Ross or Marshall's, TJ Maxx. Tuesday morning, you know, kind of those closeout places. They always have really interesting things for the home and especially the kitchen. I bet you could find, I mean, like you said, Target, you never know. Right. But you could find, I'm sure, a cheap one this time of year at one of those places too. Right. Yeah, because sometimes recipe boxes are a lot of money. I don't know that I would have cared enough to go spend like $18. Like Target has some right now that are from that Magnolia line. And they're like, you know, they're very cute, but they're $20. I don't think I care enough about my winter recipes. Not that much. <laughs> to spend. I'm like, I'll pay $5 to make my life a little bit yeah. easier. It is worth that. Totally. Okay. Well, the next one on my list also is for home. I guess we really are starting to feel cozy, get our Huga mm-hmm. mindset going. So in the past, lots of times on Sort of Awesome, we have talked about candles that we're loving. I started a long time ago talking about the blood orange candle from the Grove Collaborative line. That's still one of my very favorites to this day. But this is not a new thing. Again, this is one of those things where like more than half of the people are going to be like, okay, duh. But I have really fallen in love with those reed diffusers. Oh, so I haven't tried those yet. So what do you put them in? I've seen them. Okay. That's all I know. So the ones I'm talking about, they come together as a set. So you get, you have the little container. It's usually like a jar. Mm -hmm. A lot of times it's like a glass jar, comes with a bottle filled with some kind of fragrant oil. You pour the oil into the jar and then it comes with these reeds, these little tiny sticks, essentially. You put them down in there and the reeds absorb. Yeah, absorb the fragrant oil and it actually just diffuses it into the air in whatever room you put it in. I had never used one of these until a year ago this past summer. My friend Stephanie gave me one for my birthday. And I put it in the living room downstairs and I was skeptical because I'm a big candle person and I like candles that have a lot of throw to their scent. Like it really, you know, does its job, makes the room smell good. I was skeptical that a reed diffuser could do this. And I was amazed. I was like, oh my gosh, it's a nice, subtle scent. And if you have small children and you're like, I had to put all my candles away years ago. (laughs) 
These are fantastic. There's no flame. The scent is ongoing. You know, with candles, you're always wanting, of course, to make sure that you blow it out before you leave the house. But with a rediffuser, you get that around the clock scent happening. Right. So I'll tell you the two places where I especially love them. One is in our downstairs bathroom, which is the one that the twins, my five-year-old twins, use the most. Kelly, I had been prepared mentally for having little boys who use the bathroom a lot. I was not prepared for the reality of it. You can't be. There's no preparation for that. The ongoing, never-ending battle of the stink. Oh, my word. In the bathroom. I know. I mean, we work on together, clean. I mean, it doesn't even matter. Like, it doesn't, it seems to not even matter how careful they are. Uh Uh-huh. It is pervasive. Uh Uh-huh. There's just a lot of splashing. We actually, in the hangout, just recently, there was this question where, and I'm starting to get big feminist feelings about it, honestly. Yeah. Where I'm like, why do they even get the right to stand up? Like, right, right, right. If they sat and weren't like, oh, this is just what I I can do this. So I can't, I don't know. Because I'm like, it's not because they're trying. I don't think that my sons most of the time are actually missing the toilet bowl. No, right. It is just a lot of area to splash. Yeah. So I feel you. What a brilliant solution. I'm definitely, we have a bathroom that is on our main level. We don't have like a guest bath. Right. It's kind of like the little kid's bathroom, but it's also the one that yes. everybody uses. Right. And so, whoa, to have a nice smell in that bathroom without having to have a candle lit. Plus candles, like if you leave a candle lit all day. It's gone in like three or four days. You know what I mean? Unless it's yes. one of those huge mammoth candles. So how long does a re-diffuser last? Okay. That's what I was going to say. The one my friend Stephanie got me a year ago, a year ago summer. So it's been over a year. I am just now out of fragrance what? in that one. Now, I do think probably some of it, as with candles, you know, the candle you get at Walmart, maybe it's not going to be the same candle as the same right. quality or as the one you get at Nordstrom's. Okay. So I think that in some ways, it depends on where you get it in the quality of the materials that they used, but they do last a long time. So I have one in the in our downstairs bathroom, which is the one that gets the most traffic. Okay, then the one I especially want to tell you about, I actually put in my kitchen window. Now, the kitchen is not a place where you think of, oh, I need a lot of scent in here because there's a lot of kitchen smells going on. But because there are a lot of kitchen smells, and I am super sensitive to fragrance, I have put one in my kitchen window that's right by where we stand to do the dishes. Mm-hmm. I found one on Amazon that's by a company called Patty Wax, and the scent is fresh fig and cardamom. Wow. And it's so lovely. It's just this subtle scent. I don't like to burn a scented candle when we're like cooking or whatever. It's weird to me to have conflicting. Yeah, it's competing. Yes. This is so subtle. So when we're cooking and we've got meals going and all of that, I don't even smell it at all. But like in the morning when I'm getting coffee ready and I'm standing at the sink or, you know, just whatever, doing dishes, it's just like a little like burst of happy scent in there. And they also have another one that I thought would be really lovely for the fall and winter season. That's pomegranate and spruce. Mm. I don't personally like spruce scent, but I know a lot of people do. And it's very seasonal for the holidays. So if you've got, you know, family coming in through the holiday season, or even just for your own self, just put it in your kitchen window as a little thank you to yourself for running a beautiful kitchen. These re-diffusers are perfect. How much are they? Like, so if you're buying one, if you're going to put the link in to the one you saw on Amazon, like what's the cost price? Okay. So the one I got on Amazon is $30. And again, I fully anticipate that it will last well through this season. However, you can also find them at Ross and TJ Maxx and places like that Tuesday morning. Depends on what, of course, your local store stocks, but you can find them for cheaper and still get pretty good quality ones. In fact, the one I have in the bathroom, I did get at Ross and it was like $5. Nice. Yeah. So re-diffuser on my list for fall and holidays 2018. Great. For sure. We're going to have to have a running 
thread, I think, in the Hangout for people to talk about their favorite scents for reed diffusers. Yes. Because that's always one of those things where since you recommended the blood candle from Grove, mm-hmm. you know, then we were blood, like... Blood orange. Oh. Just blood orange. Not just blood. blood. What? <laughs> it's not the blood candle? Although I do think that it was a little controversial. I think some people bought it and they were it like, was. I don't like that smell. That is not working for me. But yes. it was so nice to have you be like, go try this one. I like it. Yes. Versus it's just overwhelming, especially shopping online. Obviously, if you go to a store, you can kind of, you know, smell the bag yeah. or, you know, something and yeah, get an yeah, idea. Yeah. But when you're saying, so the one that you said, the fig and what was it? Fig and cardamom? Yeah. And, and cardamom. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's That's really nice. Blood candle. Totally different <laughs> ambiance. I don't. Totally different. Awesomes, believe it or not, the time has come for us to start packing our bags for all of our holiday travels and also tackling that holiday gift shopping list. That's why it's the perfect time to check out Away Bags if you haven't already. You guys know I super love my very, very awesome Away carry-on bag. That's because you get to choose from a variety of colors and sizes. They have the carry-on, the bigger carry-on, the medium or the large if you're going somewhere for an extended stay, which if you are lucky you remember that all of their suitcases are made with premium german polycarbonate it is completely unrivaled in its strength and impact resistance and yet it is super lightweight on the inside there's that patent pending compression system that helps pack everything in especially if you're an overpacker like me but my very favorite feature of course is how awesome it is to be able to charge all of your cell phones your tablets e-readers anything that's powered by a usb cord with your away carry-on in fact a single charge of the away carry on charges your iPhone five times. Don't forget all away bags come to lifetime warranty. If anything breaks, they'll fix it. They'll replace it for you for life. They will even give you a 100 day trial so you can live with it, travel with it and see if it isn't just the most awesome bag you have ever used. All those carry on sizes are compliant with major U.S. airlines so that you can maximize the amount you can pack. So tis the season to get to shopping for your new favorite suitcase. It's maybe going to change your life for $20 off. You can go to awaytravel.com slash awesome and use promo code awesome during checkout. Again, that is $20 off of a suitcase from Away when you go to awaytravel.com slash awesome and use promo code awesome during checkout. Thank you, Away. Okay, so maybe actually that goes into my next one. My next fall favorite is a Halloween party. <laughs> so maybe oh, you need a blood candle for that. Yeah. <laughs> but this is why Austin's, again, maybe this is like obvious for some of you, but this is what happened. A few years ago, my daughter, who's now 10, really got into Halloween. Like I think a lot of kids are, but she just especially loves the idea of getting to dress up. She loves candy. She loved all of it. And I do have a birthday in October, but the one who's turning, he'll be turning 15 this October. We're not having elaborate parties for him anymore. So she said, can I have a Halloween party? And I thought, you know, this is a fun age, you know, just like a small little friend thing for no reason other than just to get together and celebrate Halloween. Let's do it. Yeah. And you guys, it's kind of turned into her little tradition thing. And she loves it. And it's really very easy for me as the mom. We limit it to five or six. I think this year she's moving it up every year, you know, like to 10 girls all about the same age. They go to school together, obviously. We went and got either the Dollar Tree or that dollar spot at Target, you know, like some really inexpensive, like decor, some of those silly little games. So we have like, you know, a Halloween bingo and a Halloween, like little toss of bean bags and stuff like that. Some little crafts that they can make. And that's what we do. We do like two and a half hours, maybe 
they make a craft, they play some games. We try to do like not a full meal, but just kind of some fun Halloween snacks. So I have not allowed her even to know about Pinterest yet because this daughter is going to be all about that sort of thing. She's already every week checks out cookbooks from the school library, like little fun, like Halloween cookbooks. Oh, so she's like, Ooh. my gosh, she is your mini me. <laughs> Holy so she's like, I, I want to do it. So we do like little Halloween jack-o'-lanterns that are actually clementines. You know, like you can just draw a little face on it. And we've done Trader Joe's around Halloween. We'll have potato chips that look like ghosts. Mm -hmm. So we'll do some of those with like a black bean dip, whatever. And then we have them trick or treat around our yard. So I get my other kids to come around. We get some Halloween candy and like they just go to like eight different stations where they trick or treat with the other kids. And of course, then the Mm -hmm. teenagers try to scare them and it's just a thing. And that's it. And then they go home. Yeah. It makes her so happy and it's so fun. And you know what else? This is my big thing. My kids love their Halloween costumes and, you know, now I buy them. I want them to get to wear those costumes more than just when they go trick-or-treating on Halloween evening, which, of course, in Minnesota, usually they're even hidden under coats. So I'm like, no, the more we can use these costumes and they get to celebrate this holiday, which is a big freaking deal in America anymore, Halloween, you know, the amount of money we spend and everything. So it's just really fun. Yes. Yeah. Where in the calendar is it? So this is before Halloween. Maybe do you do it like on a weekend or? We try to do it the weekend before Halloween-ish. Okay. Sometimes we even check and we usually do it kind of mid-afternoon. So either on a Saturday or Sunday, like, you know, one to three or two to four so that they know that we're not serving a meal. We're not even trying. That's why we try to serve healthier food, too. So we're not like, let's have, you know, because there's so many cute Halloween things that you could make that are sweet. So she's like, oh, look at these cupcakes. Look at these bars. And I'm like, but if we're going to also have candy, let's make our stuff. So we try to just make it simple, not over the top. Again, I'm not letting her on Pinterest. Yes. So we're just keeping it simple. And you guys, it's so fun. And I will say this too. If you don't have kids, before Corey and I had kids, we used to host a Halloween party for all of our friends. Adults love to dress up. If you have the excuse, not everybody did. Totally fine. We would make chili. People would bring other food. It was just such a fun evening to get together. So host a Halloween party. It's fun. So fun. I love that. Okay. So speaking of having to hide your costumes under your coats. When the weather gets cool, of course, a lot of us, especially for those of us who live through a longer transition into cool weather, uh, you want to grab a cardigan. Kelly, I know that you are a fan of a long cardigan. I am a new fan of them. It's kind of something that I've just started Me to discover. too. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Last year, I brought you all on the fall list, the perfect moody floral cardigan. Yes. <laughs> this year, I have found the perfect just neutral, grab it, put it over a variety of things. Ooh. It is longer, but it's not. I have on one today that's like super long. Yeah. This one is more like kimono style. So it kind of covers your rear end area and up, you know yeah. what I mean? Like that's the length of right. it. I cannot take credit for finding this. It's on Amazon. And the way I found it was through Allison Lombatis, who was on the show, yes. you know, back in August to tell us all about fall trends for 2018. So I went ahead and did her fall 2018 wardrobe capsule. And as part of that, she does all of the shopping for you. Like she tells you the specific items that you need. So you can like shop your closet or whatever. But then if you do need to do some shopping, she gives you links and she always includes some Amazon links in there. I got this cardigan. I was a little skeptical because I feel like with all clothes on Amazon, certainly some of it's hit and miss. I didn't know if I was going to like this one or not because it's a nylon rayon spandex blend. Okay. And I was like, I don't know, but it said it's soft knitted fabric, but stretchy. 
I'm like, I'll give it a try because again, can always return it. That's how I feel about Amazon. <laughs> how you feel about true. Target? Yep. Oh my goodness, you guys. It is surprisingly warm. Like I've only been able to wear it once when we have like a little bit of a cold snap because it is so warm. I thought with it being like a, you know, sort of a synthetic material blend that it would be just really lightweight. It's so warm and cozy. And it reminds me of, I used to have a cardigan years ago that I called my writer's cardigan because it was kind of had like a longer sleeve. It was just so cozy. And I felt like I'd be like a writer in my office writing. I mean. I don't know. It's kind of dumb, but with your pipe. Yeah, with my pipe. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but this one has, it just has like such a sweet neckline. It goes up on your neck a little bit. It's really nice and drapey. I got the apricot color. It also comes in a variety of shades. So everything from wine red, which is like a burgundy, to your basic gray, there's black. I got the apricot, which is actually, it has just the slightest kind of peachy apricot tint to it, but it's mostly like just a nice tan like a really nice khaki neutral color. And I don't know, it's perfect. I don't even really have good, I'm not a fashion blogger. I'm not good at describing pieces of clothing, but I'm here to tell you it's drapes so beautifully. The way it's cut, that's the other thing. You can never tell on Amazon Mm -hmm. if something's going to be cut well in real life. Right. When you get it, it is cut so flatteringly. It's gorgeous. I think it runs really true to size. I will say I got the extra large. I normally wear like 14, 16 size. The extra large, according to their size chart, is for 16, 18. But since it was going to be kind of like drapey and I didn't want it to be super tight. So I went the extra large as the perfect fit. So I would say true to size or maybe even if you like it to be, you know, if you like a little bit of an oversized feel with your long cardigans, maybe size up a smidge, you know, experiment, see what works best for you. But yeah, it's super cozy and so pretty and flattering. And it's by a company called BD Coco. Okay. I don't know. You never know yeah, about exactly. these things on Amazon. And how um, much, like roughly, I know sometimes even sizing and color, it can change the prices on Amazon, but. Sizing and color definitely changes things. The one I got, the apricot in the extra large size is thirty okay. Do free returns? Because yeah. that's something lots of times when I'm on Amazon, if it's clothing, if yes. it's a free return, I'm like, then I feel more comfortable. Yes. Always, always, always double check. This one does have free returns. Awesome. Yeah. So when you say drapey, I'm going to have to look Uh it up. Yeah. All the awesomes with me right now were like, either you're going to the show notes and clicking because (laughs) is it kind of straight or is it a little like extra fabric, like where it's almost, I don't say this word like flouncy, like where is it? No. When you say drapey, what does that mean? What I mean to say is it drapes really well on your body. It actually is kind of cut inward Okay. in the middle. You know what I mean? So it's like a little bit. You don't actually see it, but the way it's cut is actually a little bit more fitted through the middle, which is why I think it's so super flattering on. A lot of long cardigans are kind of boxy and shapeless. The one I'm wearing today really is. But this one has just a little hint of kind of goes in. What's the word? I don't know what the word is. It's a little bit more fitted through the middle. There's a lot of hand motions going on right now. Awesome. (laughs) I wish I could convey to you visually. You guys just have to go look. The way that it looks on the model on the Amazon page is actually really quite true to life. And that's not always the case on Amazon. Yep. Good to know. Yes, I do. And really, how fun is new cardigan for fall? I know it. You can just put that on over a lot of different things and it makes you feel like, hey, I have something new. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, totally. All right. My final one. Yeah. Here's my final. Yes. My final thing for fall is this. It's kind of going back a little bit to the home idea because it's talking about making Huga. There's a dual purpose with this. And this is what I want you to do. Awesome. This is to make homemade applesauce. Mm. 
I don't think I have ever done that before. Here's the thing. A lot of people have it, I think, because it sounds like, well, A, why? You know, applesauce is so easy. But homemade applesauce is not only super yummy, but it makes your house smell amazing. I'm sure that's right. And here's the secret, you guys. It's not hard. It's actually one of the easiest things you can do. People will be so impressed and you're like, yeah, I made applesauce. I'm awesome. Go get yourself a food mill. So this is one thing you may already have one. A lot of people, if you've ever made baby food or for some other things, they're like $20. We'll link to the one that's very similar. It might be exactly the same one that I have. I just don't know what brand I bought mine so many years ago. But it's by a company called Weston. It's a stainless steel food mill. It comes with three different discs with different size holes in the bottom. So as you're squeezing food through, and here's why you want to do it this way. When you have a food mill to make applesauce, you don't have to do anything to the apples, but cut them up. Oh, that's nice. So I literally quarter my apple, throw it in stem, seeds, and all. <gasps> really? Peel, like boom, boom, apple in, boom, boom, apple in. So I can do like one of those big soup stock pots, like uh, I'd say not even half full. That's a big chunk of apples. Now I like to use Macintosh. That's my favorite apple variety for making applesauce because it's a really good apple, not only flavor wise, and really it turns out a, lots of times a pretty color. Macintosh has a very pretty red peel, so it might turn out a little pinkish, but they cook down to like nothing. They're horrible apples to make a pie with. They're not going to hold their shape. So as you're cooking them in this pot, they're going to really mush down and make great applesauce. You could just like cut up some apples. It takes two minutes, throw them in, put in a little bit of water at the bottom. So, you know, a couple inches of water in with your apples so that it doesn't just cook apples. Put the lid on and simmer that bad boy at least an hour, a couple more. Your house is going to smell amazing. Fantastic. I love it. And then when you're done, you put it through the food mill and it's going to filter out the skin, the seeds, all of the hard stuff. And you just throw in that stuff away or maybe compost it. Maybe there's an awesome has another idea for it. But then you're going to have that homemade applesauce. You put in a little salt, some sugar to taste, depending on how tart the apples are. And there you go. Homemade applesauce, which of course you can send to lunch with your kids. You could eat for dinner. That's great with pork, of course, or I just make a bunch of it and then put it in the freezer and we have it all winter on oatmeal and things like that. This is very inspiring. I've never done this before, but you're making it sound so easy. I'm going to have to try it. Is it is easy. That's the thing is it really, truly is easy. And it sounds like maybe it would be intimidating. It's not. A food mill even isn't hard. This whole thing for cleanup goes in the dishwasher. I really only use my food mill for applesauce. It's worth the $20 to have on hand to make my house smell so good and to make homemade applesauce every fall. Okay. All right. Well, the last one that I have on my list is something that you can kind of put on in the background. As you are making your homemade applesauce and you're wearing your perfect fall cardigan and you've got your fall recipes out and you just want a little like mood music in the background, I have discovered a composer who died in 1921. (laughs) So So again, brand new on the scene. This is Kelly's version of pop culture. Somebody who died almost 100 years ago. Yep, that's right. So he's a French composer. You guys, please forgive me in advance for how I'm going to pronounce this. Camille Sanson. Okay, spell it for me. The first part is spelled saint, you know, like Yves Saint Laurent. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yes. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to try to pronounce it after you because I actually took French in high school. (laughs) Okay, so the first part is saint, S-A-I-N-T, and then a dash, and then S-A, and then the E with the two dots over the top. Okay. And then an N and an S. Sanson. Sanson. Oh, there, that's better. 
Saison. Saison. I would, that's what I would think. But maybe okay. our actual French speakers are like, no, you're wrong. Come tell us how we're wrong. That's what I would say, though, is community Please. French. I almost tried to get a hold of our friend Allison, yes. who's living in France currently, to be like, please pronounce this for me so I don't make an idiot out of myself. Too late. I already did. <laughs> but all of you French speakers <laughs> will be cringing as I try to say this. But what is so beautiful about his music, this beautiful classical music. He was actually a musical prodigy who made his concert debut by the time he was 10 years old. Deeply, amazingly talented composer. And I love his music because it is classical, but it's peppy and upbeat. And it's not Hmm. like, you know, a lot of times when we think of classical music and lots of, there's certainly lots of different styles and schools of classical music. So I don't want to sound like a total ding dong, but A lot of times we think of something really slow and downbeat, but this is really, it's beautiful, but it's also got some pep underneath it. And so there's a fantastic playlist on Spotify put together by Spotify. They do a composer weekly. And this was from like early in 2017 that they put this one together. I'll link to that one, but you know, you can find his music on YouTube or I'm sure you could make a channel on Pandora. Pandora. It's like, what's that other thing? That you know, music. that music thing. It's an app. Stress the P. But no, that's, yeah. that's true because you can make, I mean, you could do that on Spotify too. You could choose him. But if yeah. Spotify already has a playlist put together, then that's awesome. Yeah. And you yeah, know that yeah. I'm all about having some background music in the kitchen. My smooth jazz. I have all these different jazz stations. I want to challenge you. Yes. Change it up this change year, Kelly. Get out of your smooth jazz rut and bring some culture into your life. Okay. <laughs> from 100 years ago. We're educating you awesomes. Tune in next time when we talk about Mark Twain. (laughs) Yes, exactly. But really, this is so lovely. You can just, I just, I don't know. It feels cozy to me to have this beautiful music. I guess I'm like in a really, maybe because things are hard in life right now, in our culture, I'm just like craving having beauty and lovely things around, including what I'm listening to. And so if you need a break from stuff and life, this is really lovely to put on in the background. So I will, like I said, I'll put a link in the show notes so you guys can find it. And then you can also make fun of me for my pronunciation, my terrible, terrible French. So, okay, you guys, this was our list of awesome for fall 2018 and stretching on into the holiday season. And so, you know, we would love to hear what is making the world more awesome for you right now as we head into fall and holidays this year. So Kelly, give us a quick reminder where we can find you all around the web. Well, I am always on Instagram, sometimes on Twitter, only on Facebook and I have to be. You're going to find me on Instagram and Twitter at Kelly Gordon MN. And on Facebook, I'm at facebook.com slash lovewellblog or in the Hangout, which is what I usually am going to Facebook to enjoy. Definitely. Totally. That's the thing to do yeah. on Facebook if like, you're going to be over there. Just try to kill that news feed and just go to the Hangout where everything yeah. is awesome. Yes, that's right. Kelly's Instagram stories are always, always fantastic too. Usually have to do with food. She took us recently on a tour of Trader Joe's fall pumpkin stuff. Yes. In fact, it's in my highlights too. So if you missed it and several people said, I was trying to take a screenshot of all the things. So I finally just made it a highlight. You can go to my Instagram and if you haven't been to Trader Joe's yet this fall and you want to find all their fall pumpkin-y, apple goodness, it's there. Perfect. Okay. Well, you can find me on social media at Sorta Awesome Meg. The show is over on Twitter at Sorta Awesome Pod. And you can find us anytime on Facebook at facebook.com slash Sorta Awesome. You guys don't forget to go over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and a review if you have not done that yet. And happy fall, y'all. Here we are. We're rounding out 2018. So thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see y'all next time.
Sorta Awesome was created and is hosted by me, Meg Teets. Sarah Robertson is our assistant producer, and production collaboration comes from Kelly Gordon and Rebecca Hoffer. Kelly Gordon is our digital media producer, and we are so thankful for the ongoing support from our listener supporters. Music is provided by the band Prager. You can find more of Prager's music at pragermusic.com. To find show notes on this and every episode of Sorta Awesome, and also to spread the Sorta Awesome love to all of your friends, you can head on over to sortaawesomeshow.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.